0: hey guys awesome episode today we talk about the fuck boy phenomena check it out enjoy share with friends J Train Podcast. This is J Train. Jared Freed coming to you live from Harlem, New York City, where every Tuesday and Friday, with your emails, your stories, your questions.
1: That's right. It's the Friday edition, baby. Friday hump day. That's right. We're doing it. We're past the hump day. We're on to the
0: the humping weekend. Hump Away. Hump Away. I love this music. Thank you. This is really getting you into the Friday group. If you're waking up, you're in the car, start tapping that foot. Start bopping that head. Bop away. It's Friday, baby. Weekend. Pedal if to the metal. If you're listening on a Monday, get your Friday zone. It's Friday now. I don't care where you are. Time to answer the emails. You send your questions. I feel like I'm working at like a cool, hip, like where, what's his name? Where La La Land, like when, you know at the end of La La Land when he's got his own club? Yeah.
1: I feel like we're in that club right now. So when you think of jazz, you only think of La La Land. That's the only thing I think of. And I'm
0: walking through full suit. Three-piece suit, and I'm looking at a chain watch, checking the time because I'm always in a rush. Okay. And then I walk to the front and I go, and I snap my fingers and I look at the waiter. I go, "Chachi, martinis all around in the front." Vodka
1: soda right now.
0: Vodka soda, get it? Me. That's me. Running the J Train Jazz Club every Tuesday and Friday. And here's if you're listening, people, and you're in the Sacramento area. Why don't you sh- sashay your way to the internet and pick up those tickets? August 22nd through 24th, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. And if you're anywhere else, Instagram story,
1: screenshot, do it now. Tag a bitch. Tag them immediately. Amidge Very excited
0: about today's guest. A newcomer to the J Train Podcast. The audience is pumped up. Feather Studios on fire today. Very excited. Hilarious comic. Mary Beth Barone. Thank you for coming on.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: It's a pleasure. Hello. Hello.
2: I have to say I love all the sound effects on the pod. It it reminds me of like listening to Z100 in like middle school.
0: You know what? We want a vibe here. We want a (laughs) positive vibe because sometimes we're dealing with real luxury issues here. For sure. We're dealing with real problems. And, you know, we like to bring and and I got to, you know, give Shelby the credit here. (laughs) Classic Shelby nails another one. He has brought an energy and a focus to this podcast that, you know, it, I don't really the everyone says something about it. I am a young, vibrant man. That's what they say about Shelby. I, I, I appreciate it. I'd like to think that it adds like a little bit of another dimension to this show. It does. You it's not, you're
2: not listening to NPR. You no, 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 really, no. it it's, it's We've got... There's there's personality I'd say this is surprises. the
0: opposite of the NPR. Yeah. <laughs> my voice level is the opposite of... Yes. And today, we're talking with Mary Beth Burrow.
1: Dating in the millennial world. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's really yeah, good. that is
2: good,
0: Shel. Oh, my God. Do that again.
1: <laughs> Dating in the millennial world is a challenge for <gasps> See, a lot of people. And today, we'll be talking to jared freed about his new podcast the trade train podcast and
0: i would love to go on npr just to blow people's earbuds out like just to to be like to really shock people that have them go well he's too loud and it's like yeah we'll fucking go outside of your library and fucking get into this shit shelby you're very good at that voice thank you you know what the secret of that voice is yes making like your the wetness
1: you you have your coffee right there.
0: Yeah, but you're <laughs> you're better at that. Like you're, I can hear the saliva being used to make the words. Do it again.
1: We are in a waiting room right now. <laughs> yeah, talking It's right? about so good. The it's brain force. I
2: could never smooth. do it. My voice is too. Uh, my voice is getting raspier for some reason. I think I need to like go on vocal rest, but yeah. simply not an option. But like I I hear my vocal fry. Like I wish I could do a voice like that. It's so nice. Yeah, it really is. I think it has,
1: to, yeah. A lot of women on NPR get unfairly criticized for their vocal fry, unfortunately. Really? What do you mean? Like, they'll do a whole spiel, research on something, and then some guy will tweet them, like, I well, thought it was so funny and re, uh, well-informed, but the, the vocal fry. It's I mean.
0: a power thing, because I see it with every uh, stand-up clip that goes up. There's always people that can't help the voice thing,
1: mm-hmm. and, and
0: they can't. And I get it too. Where people, I do the uh, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise reviews, and people are like, "You're yelling!" And I'm like, "Yeah, the whole thing is yelling. Like, I, I'm, I'm not saying I don't."
1: Hannah, be picking Tyler over Jed this week, and we're gonna be back <laughs> next.
2: Week. Yeah, like that's not the vibe. That's not the vibe, right? Well, your vibe is like. To be, lo- to well, be loud. Well,
0: we're loud and funny, and it's like, you know, I, I just think when people come back with, like, voice-level stuff or, like, the sound of it, like, it is what it is. Like, to say, you wouldn't say to, like, a jazz player he plays, you know, in a negative way, you'd be like, you would just wouldn't listen to it. Right. You know, there's this thing where, and I think probably women get it a lot. Like, I see it with, you know, female, you know, posts of, like, their stand-up. And the fur, the voice. I can't. And it's like, yeah, I didn't put fucking cyanide in your ear. Like, what are, what are we talking about?
2: Also, just yeah, turn it off. Yeah, just, uh,
0: the, but your first instinct is to comment on as if you're helping it all. That's right. the thing. Like, that's the voice.
2: Oh, my voice is okay. You know what? I'll change it.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go to voice school. Yeah, how, do you, how do you live your life?
0: <laughs> yeah, is, day yeah, how you, to day. yeah. How do you just go up to people, like order coffee, and they're like, "Hey, how you doing?" You're like, "Ah." My ears. Ooh. Ooh. Mary Beth Barone, very excited to have you here. <laughs> At Mary Beth Barone on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow, go support, Hilarious. You have a show. I have and a show. And we want to talk about the show. Yes. And it's coming to L.A., Dynasty Typewriter, September 12th. We have a large L.A. following. It's a
1: hot venue.
0: Hot venue, the Dynasty Typewriter. I've performed there before. It's like they're, like, it, they're really making it into a thing. What is this show called? I want you to explain it. Give the pitch to people. If you're in LA, September 12th, why they should go, what's going on?
2: Okay, so my show on September 12th at Dynasty Typewriter is called Drag His Ass, A Fuckboy Treatment Program. Mm -hmm. And essentially, the show was born out of my uh, fuckboy addiction, which I've struggled with for three and a half years now. And I finally got to a point where I... Couldn't I couldn't do it anymore. Okay. So I decided to buy a whiteboard and put it in my apartment and mm. track the number of days I've been fuckboy free.
0: Okay. Now, what would you define a fuckboy as? That's like, uh, yeah.
2: That comes up in the show. I think my the the thesis is you because know
0: this is one of those things. I don't mean to interrupt, but I it's a term I hear a lot where it it like uh, like I you know I'm not I'm not a hero. By saying this, but to me, I was always like, you hear the word slut growing up, and I would go, that's not the game. I'm not in the that person's a slut game. I've heard it. I've never sat there and be like, I will not hang out with you if you use such words. I've always just been like, okay, that's someone that doesn't really have the same sensibilities to me. To me, I would think that's the male version of slut, no?
2: It is, but I think... I think with fuckboys, boys, there's a level of like manipulation and mm-hmm. misleading that okay. is different for sluts. I mean, I consider myself a slut. I've slept with a lot of people and I am, but I'm very upfront with what I'm looking for. Okay. Whereas I think a fuckboy is someone, I mean, the short of it is someone who will lie and say anything to get some, to get someone to sleep with them mm-hmm. and their intentions are, t- you know, more often than not, uh, unsavory or like malicious. So... And the malicious is to
0: have sex without the relationship.
2: To have sex under false pretenses, and then, you know, whatever happens after that is kind of, they take no account, no accountability or responsibility.
0: Now, like, I, I mean, you said you're, you just said you're a sl- I would, you know, having a lot of sex doesn't make you a slut.
2: What, I, what do you define as a slut I don't then? even
0: know. I, it's just, I it think it's so an unbecoming term. You know, yeah. I, I just don't think it's I like think a- there's
2: like, well, I think there's a lot of people now who are trying to like reclaim the word. It's kind of like bitch. Now, if you say bitch in a room, it's people tense up a little bit. And I think yeah. that I call people bitches who are my friends. Like I sure. consider it a term of endearment. So I think, you know, slut and fuck boy mean different things to different people. And one of the things I talk about in the show is that a fuckboy boy can look like anything. You know, there's red flags. Mm. There's things you can kind of look out for but you never know until you kind of experience it with that person. So how does the show work? So the show, I kind of open talking about my six-step program to recovery, which okay. is how I kind of stopped hooking up with fuckboys. And then I invite comedians to come on and do either stand-up, storytelling, multimedia uh, bits about their experiences with fuckboys. And, and we kind of explore the whole culture of dating through that lens.
0: Okay. And uh, so, and rec- so I, I'm are you hooking up now? Like, are you just not hooking up? Like, uh, you know, how do you define, like, if, what I, I, you know, my thought on that is like, everyone's not a fuck boy until until they they are. are. Yeah.
2: So I've, uh, definitely had, ex- I've relapsed several times mm-hmm. and you put the count back to zero and that's never a good feeling, but sometimes you don't know till after. So yeah. I hooked up with someone who assured me he wasn't a fuck boy. I got verbal confirmation. We had sex. And then uh, he, he, he was at the end of the day. He was, what made
0: him uh, like, what made, what was the change? I, cause I'm, I'm asking these questions cause I'm genuinely interested. I'm sure there's men listening right now being like, yeah, I don't think anyone's looking to like, I don't think anyone goes into a relationship looking, I really don't believe like anyone that would look back at a relationship with me and be like, "Well, Jared was an asshole." That's good. But like, like I, like I no, but I'm, maybe someone is out there though. It's like Jared was a dick to me. He really treated me badly. That wasn't my intention going in. You don't go in saying, "Can't wait to fuck up this person's life." Uh, you know? Absolutely. And and a lot of times when we give advice here, and a lot of times when women ask, "What does the guy think in this situation?" I always, you know, I reference, like, fears I've had, letting people down, ego Mm -hmm. that plays into it. Like, how did this guy, like, for an example, go from not to one?
2: Well, okay, I'll give you an example. uh, For... Yeah. So there was a guy who reached out to me pretty shortly after he had broken up with his girlfriend. I had met him while he was still a girlfriend Mm -hmm. and he wanted to go out on a Saturday. We we went out. We met for drinks with a a group of people. And then we took a cab back to my apartment and I said to him, if we have sex tonight, I'm going to want to hang out with you again. I try not to do one night stands anymore. So Mm -hmm. I'm making my intentions very clear to you. These are my expectations if we have sex tonight. Got it. So we go into my apartment. We slept together. He, you know, made himself very comfortable. He asked to smoke a joint in my bed, which I uh, obliged because uh, as a woman, I'm always trying to accommodate. Sure. And uh, I don't really make compromises in my life. He got super comfortable. I I don't try to make compromises. Spark of a joint? Did he have an ashtray? No, he did not. So it was, I mean, we were both, we had both been drinking. So it you know, it is what it is. But it's
0: like the thought of ah, it's <laughs> like lying back, yeah. pulling out a cigar,
2: <laughs> just like the '60s. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, So then, you know, he said, "Well, I have to leave tonight because the marathon's tomorrow, and I will have trouble getting home if okay. I don't leave tonight." Because he lived uptown. To was this pre-sex? This is post. Okay. This is yeah. Post. That sounds
0: like post-sex talk.
2: Um, so I was like, okay, Scurrying no around, worries. Getting
0: your things together. <laughs> yeah. Looking at the
2: maps for the for the marathon that's tomorrow <laughs> to see what you're if you can use it as an excuse. Been there. Gotta get yeah.
1: high before a marathon.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah, gotta get high before To I watch the marathon the Figure next day. out my
0: route home, yeah.
2: Um, so then, you know, he uh, he just never, we never hung out again. And did I, you it text was, him this like, yeah. was a yeah. bona
0: fide scrub. Exactly.
2: Yeah. I did text him. I texted him the next day about something we had discussed. And, you know, the text conversation kind of tapered off. And then I waited like a week or a week and a half and, you know, just saw what he was doing on a Friday. He was very mm. vague. And then, you know, he is a friend of my friend's boyfriend. So it's not like we're never going to see each other again, but it's to the point where, you know, he'll DM me sometimes about random stuff. He is a girlfriend now too, but it's just like, you know, going into it. I think, I think the disconnect is when I make my expectations really clear and they receive that and don't act on it. They just want to fuck. And like, so my not, so now I'm like 200 something days, fuck boy free. And I have not been really sleeping around this year as much. Like I've, only you know had sex a handful of times but i think it's just making like the people that i've chosen to sleep with i've made sure i don't maybe necessarily sleep with them the no. first time i meet them so that i can have a little bit more background on them sure
0: i i, I th- th- that's my wonder though like uh like if a guy came to me and was like fuck that chick last night what a slut i'd be like well what happened and then she he was like well i asked her over and then I said I had to get home for the marathon and you should get out of here. I'd be like, well, you kind of act like a dick. I, right. You know, where is the female side of the fuck boys situation? Is that disgust? Like, yeah, because
2: yeah. women can be fuck boys, you know. it's
0: But even like adding to like, like to me in that situation with that guy where he, you say, hey, I'm looking to hang out with you if we go back. And then he's like, let's go back. I feel that way too. Then you guys have sex. He, he has his whole... You know, oh my God, I'm you know leading the marathon. I have a, I have to be a marathon. in the marathon. So yeah, I have a five k to get to. Um, but then a week goes by and he calls you and go. You know what? I thought about what you said and I really. Didn't feel
2: that is so fine,
0: that's better. Oh yeah, my god, yeah, just
2: be honest. You don't just, I think ghosting is just and yeah, we've talked since, so technically it's not ghosting. If I talked, I mean, he'll whatever, but it's like it's a, gentle it's a level push of respect, off the dock,
1: I call it, yeah, <laughs> it's, it,
2: exactly. And I'd rather have that than just be standing on the dock, sure, waiting.
0: I mean, there's a situation right now, I'm watching Bachelor in Paradise, we're taping this, um, a week ahead of time because I'll be with the U Up live shows, but um. So I'm referencing old news, but in Bachelor in Paradise, there's this guy, Blake, and he had hooked up with two women at Stagecoach Festival, um, back-to-back nights, and then they were both on Paradise with him when he got there. And then one of the women, the first one that he had sex with was very aware that he had sex with someone else the next night from him, and then she wanted to like you know, challenge him on it. And then the other woman was saying that she was being hidden. But then they go back and look at the text. Blake then released the text. They show that she says... She wants it to be hidden. The, she, well, receipts you know, don't
2: lie, they and don't I lie. think that's something that in this day and age we have so many. Re- like it just you can't hide from the facts. Yeah. So that's dumb of her to try to play it off.
0: Yeah. But it it was vague though. That's the you know that's the the um and then he got so bent out of shape that it was like a little ridiculous. Like yeah. He, did you see
2: it? No, I don't watch. I've never seen The Bachelor or Bachelorette. Oh my god, the best show on television.
1: Crying on a Shay's lounge.
0: He was crying oh. big time to the point where like. It was actually. It was like it was as if Blake. And if you don't watch the show, I, I've I've written about it on Instagram stories. But it was really as if he was like, "Oh my God, my life is ruined." It, yeah, he's like, "I should have never," you know, hooked up with her the first night of stagecoach, <laughs> and then ah. it was the second night, and she was like, "I just wanted to be sex." In the text, she says, "I just wanted to be sex." It'll be nothing. And he go, uh, and I told him that's what they all say. And then we got to paradise. And I was like, oh, my God. he's She's saying I'm gaslighting. Now it's Harvey Weinstein, Louis C.K., me. He, that's kind of oh how he was God. crying. Where it's like, <laughs> it did sound like he thought he was now being put into the.
2: Like the, the Me Too category.
0: The, that category. And I was like, dude, you're going a little too far. He didn't say that, but it kind of gave that. You're like, dude, fucking relax. Yeah. But also, I understood that he couldn't win because of the words she was using and the, it, you know, there are these buzzwords that you can use where it's like, well, that's it for that dude. You know, like he's these five things on paradise, and and I could kind of see because he was like, what's he gonna fight her with? Like you're lying, and now you're telling a woman she's lying. You know, it's like you, game over. So I, you know, I would see. Sometimes I think about the the fuckboy situation. I'm always like, because like people do this with ghosting, mm-hmm. where they're like, "I was ghosted." I'm like, "Well, what what happened?" And then they're like, "Well, we went on a date and he never called again." I'm like, "That seems like you've used a term that seems more important for something." Yeah, that's, not that's giving
2: weight to a situation that maybe doesn't necessarily warrant it. I mean, I think if you know, it's good to push back on people like that because they i think i mean ghosting it might sound silly to say you're like diminishing it but like if you went on a date with a person one time and they didn't give you a courtesy text i would say that's just like a bad date sure i don't i wouldn't call that like i as someone who has been ghosted i'm just like no you did not experience what i experienced
0: sure (laughs) i i I, listen i've been there too and for someone who has ghosted i wouldn't feel weird seeing that person right i'd be like hey how you doing it's been a while remember that date yeah Good to Bye meet me. you. Yeah. yeah. I so I, I I think this is interesting. I think the show will be great. Go, if you're in LA, September 12th, Dynasty Typewriter, at Mary Beth Barone on Instagram and Twitter. Go follow, go support. Hilarious comic. Uh, we're gonna do some emails. You ready? I'm so ready. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. Before we get to the email, we're sponsored people. Guys are terrible about taking care of their health, whether it's a knee injury, bad back, or something worse. Guys are usually more comfortable with rubbing some dirt on it than seeing a doctor. I'm guilty of it myself. Listen, as a person who puts off the doctor because you don't want to wait in the line, you don't want to have to make the appointment, you're lazy, you don't want to have to come to, to terms with weight you've gained or what you look like with the doctor and them looking at you going, you don't, You. you what are you, what's with your cholesterol? It's all shit you don't want to deal with, and then you get to a point where it's like, you fucked, dude. It's over. So get ahead of these things. And really, we're the same about erectile dysfunction. Studies study shows 70% of guys who experience ED don't get treated for it. Thankfully, Roman created an easy way to get checked out by a doctor and get treated for ED online. One-stop shop where you can chat with a licensed U.S. physician who can treat ED. With Ronan, there are no waiting rooms. You can handle everything discreetly online. All you have to do is visit GetRoman.com slash JTrain. That's GetRoman.com slash JTrain. Complete an online uh, Visit. Chat with a doctor, and the doctor decides if it would be safe and appropriate. They'll ship genuine medication right to your door in discreet unmarked packaging. Guys, go online. Get checked by the doctor, okay? Erectile dysfunction is a problem. Guys don't tackle. For a free online visit, go to GetRoman.com slash JTrain. That's GetRoman.com slash JTrain for a free online visit. GetRoman.com slash JTrain. Love that. Mary Beth Barone, let's do some emails. You ready? Ready. Am I truly undateable? Oh. (laughs) That was a a sad (laughs) gust of wind from Mary Beth Barone. (laughs) Feather, feather, I'll get right to it. I started seeing someone recently. I really like him. Uh, We've been friends for a while and decided to see where it goes. When I brought up going on a nice date, he was down but told me he doesn't want to get too serious want to get serious. I appreciate it as honesty and I'm cool with keeping it casual. However, this re- this is reoccurring for me. Every time I start to see someone casually and I, and I try to get a little more serious, I get the same response. I love spending time with you, but I don't want anything serious. A guy I dated right before college once told me I was just not that kind of girl he wants to settle down with. Uh, that's a horrible thing to say. Um, I'm 28, 28, I have a great job. I'm very independent, so I'm not sure what I'm doing wrong. Am I giving off the wrong vibe or am I just undateable? Any advice would be great as my friends are absolutely useless, LOL. I'd love a celeb lookalike from Shelby. I'm telling you, you got to start charging for this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think, Mary Beth?
2: I think, you. first of all, you are not undateable. Absolutely not. It sounds like you're maybe going for the wrong guys. Yeah, that would be my takeaway from that email. I think if you're dating someone and he tells you that you're not that type of girl to what was it to see long term? Yeah. Or to uh, take home. I think it?
0: that I can't believe someone said that. Just not the that's kind of girl. That's so rude. Uh, guys want to settle down with. Is I think said.
2: that's complete bullshit. Um, I was just
0: not the type of girl, the kind of girl guys want to settle down with. I I can't believe that was said. Um, that's an awful thing to say, and it's also not true. It's also but not for true. every seat. Like there's something, you know, like, listen, like, and I don't just say that to make you feel better. I mean, look at some of the couples out there.
2: They, they yeah. If they can they, find someone you can, do. Yeah. I think it sounds, and I don't want to read too much into your, your, you know, what you'd said, but I don't, if you're not comfortable keeping it casual with the guy who mm. you started being friends with, I would say, don't, don't just keep it casual because that's what he wants to do. If, sure. If you don't want to keep it casual, you should m- move on.
0: I think you're right. I think also the answers are a lot of times in the emails, and I think part of her story really like is like kind of like a thing that goes on with a lot of people, not just her. She writes, Seeing someone recently, I really like him. We've been friends for a while and decided to see where it goes. That is too casual for what you are looking for. Mm-hmm. So I think what she's doing is she thinks standards come later.
2: And they really come first. They come so uh, right at the beginning. Right at the beginning, right off the bat. And,
0: and I think a lot of people do this, where they're like, "Well, we're casual now, and then later I'll start asking for my standards." And I, on this show, we get a lot of emails where it's like, I say to people, "Like, let's own what the standard is." But I think what, like, I do think you can be casual with someone. With standards, right? You can look at someone and like just like you said, you go, "Here's what my standard is." I, I think that's a great thing where you're like, "I'm gonna want to see you again." If you can't do that, then this ain't gonna happen tonight.
2: And it was great meeting you. And let's yeah. part ways, and we won't, we won't have weirdness for the next ten years. And, and
0: maybe he'll go home and go, "You know what? I don't know if I can give you that answer right now, but it was nice meeting you too." And then they come back a week later, and you go. Actually, I was thinking about that. Let's go out again. That, you would take that date, Absolutely, right? there's no.
2: I, I would rather you sit with it and reflect on it and make a decision having all the information than make a snap decision and say, well, we'll I'll, I'll decide later.
0: Sure. And, and what you're doing in that scenario is you're reversing the whole thing. You're taking the whole dating time and reverse, you know, like the whole dating, like like the whole like, well, will they see me again? Will they not? You're saying, no, no, no. This is a party. I'm having one. You're invited to join, right. but take your shoes off. If you don't want to take your shoes off, you, you got to go. And they can come. The door is always open if you're willing to take your shoes off. And I think that's where this woman needs to start. And I know what she's doing. She's saying, I'm 28. I got to find someone. So I'll just take anybody in that will walk in the store. But your store has to get rule have rules to be respected as a as a store. Yeah, course. and
2: if your store is full of people who aren't going to buy anything, you're not making room for, for real customers.
0: That's the truth. JTrainPodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. What's up, JTrain, you stallion? I'm a recent post-grad who, while in my senior year, and the recent... I think that
1: last team there looked like a young... Oh,
0: sorry, I fucking oh, forgot.
1: Oh, my God. I was a... Uh, like a young Caroline Ray. Ooh. The un- I like that. The aunt that. from Sabrina. That's legend. It, there it but is. again, I stress young. Let's not get crazy. <laughs>
0: okay. Thank you, Shelby. Uh, Girlfriend and healthy living. I'm a recent post-grad while in my my senior year and in the recent months of adjusting to post-grad life have gained a few pounds like any reasonable person. I've started dieting and exercising. My girlfriend, on the other hand, comes from a family where everyone is pretty much naturally skinny and remained in shape the entire Time we've been together. That being said, whenever we go out to eat, she is very insistent on in ordering pretty unhealthy appetizers, then gives me shit for not eating them. On top of her this her parents living close by to both our apartments, and her family is Italian, so she eats dinner there and expects me to come about twice a week. Wouldn't be a problem if they didn't serve unavoidable amount of bread and pasta with just about every meal Italians man how do I continue to try and diet and be healthy without stepping on any toes and drawing attention to myself thanks guy who's trying to not be annoying guy who talks about his diet I love this question this is an issue in my own life Mary Beth any thoughts
2: I would say in these cases and in a lot of cases what would Potentially, not maybe not fix it completely, but what would help is communicating. Like, Mm. have you had this conversation with your girlfriend? Have you talked to her and said, "I'm trying to be your look. Your family is naturally thin. I'm trying to live a healthy lifestyle. And when you order unhealthy appetizers and pressure me into eating it, Mm -hmm. that derails all the work I'm doing."
0: It's interesting because to me, this is an issue I have, and I, I mean, like, and there's like a lot of talk you get in a relationship. There's like the relationship weight. And, you you know, all that type of stuff because you're comfortable and you don't go out as much. You're, not, you're, you're, not, you're going out to more dinners and you're doing all the drinks whatever. all the drinks time all the time. Um, my issue, my girlfriend is naturally in uh, great shape and she wouldn't agree with that. She'd look at me and go, well, no, I have my own issues. OK, fine. Sure. But she will do the thing where she won't eat all day. Yeah. And then we end up at the restaurant and no, then it'll be like midnight and she'll go, I'm starving. And now where I've had a whole day of like meal one, meal two, trying. And then it's like day fucking ruined because now we're in the fucking Italian restaurant being like extra pasta visual and give me more bread. And like, listen. I have only. All of us only have so much um, restraint. Oh, for sure. But then it gets blamed on you because it's like, well, then don't eat it. It's like, no, yeah, that's... but you've brought me to the heroin factory exactly. with my heroin addiction. Yeah,
2: it's. I, I think people have. Everyone has such an individual relationship with food. Totally. And when you're in when you're in a relationship with another person, it's. It's Relationships are so unrealistic to me in so many ways because it's like you have to be on the same page about so many things. And then on top of that, like food, diet, and exercise. So it's like that's just another facet of the relationship that you guys like have to come to terms with. It would be like, I mean, it's not quite the gravity of like, do you want kids? But it's like this is what I need to do to be healthy. And you need to just have a conversation. And also to
0: feel good about yourself being with them. You don't want to hold it against them. Like I find myself not saying it. Um, And then being like, sitting at that dinner being like, fuck, I'm pissed. Yeah. I should have been feeling good tomorrow. Instead, I'm here fucking going crazy because you decided to not have lunch. And it's like, we you We both know,
2: are paying the price I, now. We're both
0: paying it. So, yeah, I think the communication thing is big. I, I I mean, in my own life, I have to be better at that. I think also letting her know this is going on, like that, like, you don't mind like that? In like, listen for me. I need schedules. I need like uh, portioned out meals, or else it's over. Like yeah. what you said about it being a personal thing. It's very personal. That's why hearing people's diets is annoying, because people go, "Well, you uh, have you tried doing the you know starving yourself for eighty hours a week?" And you're like. Yeah, that's not how like, I. No, operate. I hadn't
2: considered. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's sounds... not. <laughs> actually hadn't considered.
0: <laughs> Whatever's the easiest, I've considered.
2: Right, and I think also like going, being expected to go to family dinners twice a week that's seems a lot. huge. Yeah, that's like a lot. That's a big commitment. I
0: would say to her, listen, like I'm happy to do one one a week on a like on a meal where it's like I feel like I've kind of earned it, yeah. considering my eating for the week. But like you gotta have a little bit of empathy for my side of the aisle on this one. Absolutely. And I, I think having that conversation, I would also say to her, listen, um, I'm going to start cooking my dinners and you're invited. I'd like to have you for the dinner, but I want, but I'm going to be cooking a lot. I have to cook five times a week. Yeah. To feel and, healthy. And, and right.
2: that's a str- like being strategic. You know, maybe you go to family dinners the night before you're, you have a morning workout. You know, Absolutely. it's like. Figuring out the balance for you and, and her.
0: Yeah. I, I think it's – and, and uh, like, I mean, I'm dealing with this currently. And I, she's listening right now. And I'm, I'm saying I'm not mad. But I'm saying it gets, you know, especially because it's so personal. It's like, you know, like, for me, finding an eating routine that works – is a forever
2: search, of course, yeah. And
0: it's like you know, I was talking to the people. I was just in D.C., and I was talking to them how like every uh, food, every ethnicity, every ethnic food has been bowlified there. Like they have ever they have a bowl for every <laughs> yeah. ethnicity. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I was at the like the Indian one, and there was like, and it's like all that bullshit is just people wanting to have a sandwich. But then being like, I don't want bread, put it in the bowl so I can just drink it. Yep. And it's a way (laughs) of dealing with the thing that you really want to have in a healthier way. So it's like we're all making trade-offs. We're all trying to find that fit that makes it so you can feel. And it's it's less about being healthy. It's more just about feeling confident and good in yourself.
2: Yeah, plus at those type, at the fast casual dining places, it really takes all the guesswork out of it. You're not looking at a menu necessarily and ordering a meal. You're no. putting together, you're you're doing building blocks of a meal and it's like, oh, all these are laid out in front of me. I can see them. I'm just going to pick these three. You know, yeah. it takes a lot of the pressure off of eating, which I think people feel a lot of.
0: Absolutely. And then when you come to the end, they're like, would you like the bread? And you're, like, <laughs> you're like, I came here for no bread. <laughs> you have know, that stare off, and like, you, I, they, they look at you like, I know you want the fucking bread, you bitch. And you do want the bread. And I do. Yeah, I do. But get the fuck out of my face. I'm not having the pita. Damn you, Kava. <laughs> Podcast at jima.com. Speaking of food, we're sponsor people. And listen, when you want to have that night where you're really going to like pig out, this is a great sponsor alert. Are you craving a partner, the kind that answers your beck and call? The one you can call to bring you sushi at 11.30 and wine at midnight and a breakfast burrito at 8 a.m. You can stop swiping. Postmates is here. And they're saying, hey, girl. Postmates is your personal delivery Sherpa. They'll bring you groceries, bottles of water, or really anything anytime you want. One time, Kylie Jenner ordered a single carrot. That's not annoying at all. (laughs) Look at Stars are just like us. Listen. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, Postmates will bring you what you want within the hour, okay? For a limited time, Postmates is giving my listeners, and I'm going to repeat this once $100 of free delivery credit for your first (laughs) seven days. That is free money, people. $100 One hundred dollars of free delivery credit for your first seven days to start your free deliveries. Download the app right now. Use code JTrain. 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 That's JTrain for one hundred dollars of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Get anything you want anytime you need it. Download Postmates and save with code JTrain. Postmates. Get what you want out of life. Here with Mary Beth Barone at Mary Beth Barone. She's got a pot. She's got a show. September 12th, the Dynasty typewriter drag his ass. A fuck boy
2: treatment program. treatment program. And one other thing about the show. What about? So I do a fuck boy redemption at the show. Really? And I am looking So how does for, that work? Uh, so the first uh, two shows that yeah. I had the redemption at, I did Carl Radke.
0: Oh, he's been a guest on this podcast. Yeah. Yep. And
2: he was great, and so I put together a super cut of his fuckboy moments from the show. And then we had him on stage. I had him kind of confess his sins, and then we, you know, had him do like a he like repeat, he would repeat after me, how he's going to commit to not be a fuckboy anymore. This time, this month in New York. Tomorrow I'm doing um Uh, Just a civilian who walks among us. So I recorded some interviews with his friends and a former hookup that he had. Mm. So we're going to have him on and and redeem him, hopefully. Now, he
0: volunteered himself.
2: His friend did. Our mutual friend volunteered him.
0: And he was like, does he know what's coming?
2: I think he does. Yeah. I made it very clear.
0: Yeah. And so you're looking for someone for the L.A. show. Yes. So So any L.A.
2: locals, if you're a guy listening and you're a fuckboy and you want help, yeah. slide into my DMs if you're a girl and you know a fuckboy who needs help similarly slide into my DMs at
0: Mary Beth Barone on Instagram it is called drag his ass at the Dynasty Typewriter September 12th this is a perfect email for you we have an mm-hmm. expert on here yes fuckboy or boyfriend
2: oh Okay, great. Hit me.
0: I should just search fuckboy in the inbox and see <laughs> yeah. what comes up cuz I'm sure it's not the first. I listen to J Train and you up religiously. Keep doing what you're doing. I need your words of wisdom. I'm currently I've currently been seeing a guy I met on Tinder for about 5 weeks now, okay? We've been having fun at first, but he's showing more signs of being more than friends without showing more signs of being more than friends without saying it. We hang out almost every day. Sometimes when I do certain things, he says wifey material, even though randomly he said he doesn't look to get married ever. Mm. Uh, Mm. We go on a lot of dates also, and I know we aren't together. He still talks to other women, which is his right. I've tried to make him uh, open up more, but maybe it's too soon. I also can't help but think that I'm only there for his attention, nothing greater. I know I shouldn't be putting all my eggs in the basket for him and start going on, and on dates with other people, but somehow I feel guilty for doing so. I want to think that this is just needs more time, and I need to give us days where we are not together because at the end of the day, we are only friends who go on and dates and hook up. What do you think? Yeah. It's very interesting the way she labeled this. Yeah. That she writes, currently seeing a guy i been on Tinder, we've been having fun at first, but he's showing more signs of being more than friends without saying it. She's made this friend's... That fuck and date. Yeah. To me, that's a boyfriend. What do you think?
2: I think a few things stand out to me. First of all, I think you should not only not put all your eggs in this basket. I think you should put no eggs in this basket. Get away from it. I think him calling you wifey. So here's my, and you're a guy, so you can speak to this, but I think when guys say things, a lot of times there is no subtext, like him calling you wifey material. That's just him having like a quick response to something you did or said. It's not him thinking this girl is wife, like wife. or maybe he means it, but not for him. If he's telling you, he has no interest in getting married. And honestly, like, here's the thing. Uh, My, uh, something I'm going to talk about at the show is Dating should be fun. Yeah. If you're having fun with this person and you're, you've made your expectations clear and you are, um, you're enjoying what you have. I think that's great. And you should continue if it's causing you stress and you know, he's fucking other people and you feel bad going out and doing the same. I just don't, that doesn't sound like a good dynamic for you.
0: Yeah. I, I agree with you. This is to have fun and you know, you should have fun with someone. I, I, It's interesting, I like this email a lot because what you're saying is very true. Women think that, like, uh, first of all, women think guys have no emotional intelligence whatsoever. So when he says wifey material, she thinks he's just saying that at her, that there's no return reward for saying such a thing. It feels good to see someone get excited that you've made them excited. Is that a good thing in the long run? Probably not. But understand that there is a drug being taken there. He is saying, like, when the wifey material thing, like, I, I, the subtext is more... I don't think there's no subtext. I think it's more that... Look at how nice, how much she likes me because I said that. Right.
2: And you know, if you're, I don't know what the context is. If you gave him an amazing blow job and he's like wifey material, well, now you're going to want to blow him more. You know, it's like it's 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 self-serving in a way.
0: It's a, it's like a dog with a treat.
2: Yeah. And I also think, so I read an article a while back. I I read articles only occasionally, but Mm. it said that when you first start seeing someone, you should only hang out max twice a week because if you don't your brain doesn't have time to like sort through your emotions so if you're hanging out with someone every single day that's a lot of that person and you can almost trick yourself into seeing only what you want to see like when i sometimes step away from dynamics a little bit and think like do i actually like this person or are they just there
0: yeah is it just someone that's filling the void that I need. And the void is big. You want someone there. You want someone, you know, anytime a relationship ends, one less person to talk to, text and hug. (laughs) And that's, you know, really the reality and you look to fill that void. And sometimes you just keep the person around because it's the goal. Yeah. You know, I I think getting rid of him, I, I, I don't, whenever a guy, first of all, the wifey material, that's just a way to feed you the carrot that makes you feel good that makes him feel good. Um, any guy who says in the first five weeks that they don't see themselves getting married, that is him giving you the stiff arm. That's him saying... The Heisman. I, the Heisman. He's Heismaning you, sort. Because what he's doing is he's... right. Every time you go on dates, or you're writing a contract. And it's, can, the contract gets longer and longer of things you've said in the past. He can always look back, I won't get married, Trump's wifey material... Every time. Every
2: single time. Absolutely. So he's
0: built a contract of his own design. So I agree with you. I don't think this is going to get you this this woman where she wants to go. Probably better to drop it. I would ask uncomfortable questions. I would make dating you a little bit harder.
2: Yeah. And I would say like really take, take time to like... Reflect on the situation and if you're, if it is making you happy, continue to do it. But if the stress surrounding the situation is outweighing that, then as hard as it is to like end a good thing on principle, like just figure out if it's making you happy or not. I would say
0: J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com. I'm looking up fuckboy boy right now to Perfect. see, <laughs> um, if we have more, <laughs>
2: I'm sure that it is. It is a it's a buzzword right now.
0: It's it's in the lexicon. I I get it. Um, I'm trying to see if these are ones that I've answered. Mm. Where did they find this inbox? (laughs) It's called Is She a Fuckboy?
2: Ooh, Interesting. I'm hope this is from
0: 2016. Oh,
2: okay. I, I, should we answer? Are these it? people I, could I, both I, be dead. I hope we didn't. An- yeah.
1: I mean, I think they they might be married by now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's an optimistic <laughs> way of looking at it. Um,
0: should we answer this? Sure. Uh, I hope we haven't done this before.
2: But if no, we I have,
1: I'm sure I there's new listeners. I don't remember things we said last week.
2: It's true.
0: I'm a senior from a small public school in New Jersey. Fucking mistake, I know, right? My semi-formal is coming up, and I have a dilemma. I asked this girl to my uh, t- to mine a few weeks ago because we were hooking up pretty often, but it kind of abruptly stopped for reasons that I don't understand. Things were going well, and one time she said, how was the first person since her ex she could see herself with? Mine, fucking blo- I mean, we're seeing a a, a, a parallel here. This,
2: Yeah, the, although this took place two years ago, this is... a. Very small example of a larger issue, I, I would didn't, say. What do you mean? Just like this could apply to many situations. Sure.
0: I didn't think much of it, but when I when she said it more often, I couldn't help but start catching feelings. Mm. One night I blacked out, and she must have read my text to her big, who I'm close friends with, saying that I would want to be exclusive with her. I don't think I really wanted that. I just enjoy consistent pussy.
2: Oh, my. <laughs> As every guy A lot does. of layers here.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, it's he's trying to sound tough while being vulnerable, which is hilarious. It's just like, I'm getting turned down. Does she want me? I love getting pussy. (laughs) Uh, This is from two years ago. This must have been a different podcast then. Uh, Maybe not. Uh, One day, she kind of stopped seeming interested, so I talked to her about it, and she basically said she got freaked but never referred to anything specific. I didn't press the Y because that makes me a little bitch. Mm. Again, vulnerable but not. (laughs) Um, I thought the conclusion of the conversation was that we both aren't looking for anything and would just rather keep a casual hookup. Fast forward to now and I have to learn from her big that she doesn't even plan on hooking up with me at the, at my formal and is taking another guy to her formal the day before. Kind of fucked up in my opinion. My friends are on the impression that I should unask her. These people are already graduated. This is so funny. But I, I think this is, you're the expert. I'm bringing this to you i will ask her and take someone else. But I'm against that because I feel that would make me out to be a whiny bitch that can't take no for an answer when I don't get what I want and could never be on friendly terms afterwards. My question is, is she a fuckboy for what she did? Are my friends right or am I? If I'm right, I think the move is to make the semi-formal blast for both of us. But don't even think about trying to hook up with her. Any advice? I, what's interesting about this email he, in the most disrespectful way possible, he's being respectful. Right?
2: Yes. I would agree with that. (laughs) For sure. It's really interesting prose, to be honest. Right?
0: He's like, (laughs) listen. He's
2: like, I love getting my dick sucked, but I really like this girl.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I am taking this fucking fucking slut to formal, and I'm not fucking touching her because I respect this bitch (laughs) more than any other fucking cunt in my life. That's right. <laughs> we we love, love to hear the it. bro male we, feminists. Listen, these bitches need to be re- respected and loved. I go down on pussy every day, every night, because these bitches don't know what they want, and I tell them what they want. That's bro feminist.
2: Feminist. <laughs> it's a movement. It's a movement. How funny is that?
0: I the feminists, we gotta make that a character on this.
1: The pro feminist. It's like that South Park, the character of uh, the PC principal, where it's like <laughs> the opposite guy who's yeah. really aggressive. Yeah, just the these fucking these bitches
2: these fucking sluts need, need reproductive their, rights. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> They're absolute uh, whores, but these they need rights. They need rights.
0: rodents <laughs> should be able to choose what they do with their body.
1: What do you think? And that's (laughs) something we can all agree on. Why don't these skanks make as much as us? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) These fucking...
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's good. This is
1: either hilarious to someone or they're like, I'm turning this off or this
2: this is over the end of the podcast for them. The
0: this show for them. Yeah. What do you think?
2: I... Okay. What
0: would you do in the... What would you want as the... If you're the... Like, it seems like she's going with him to be nice.
2: I agree. And it seems like she maybe changed her mind about what she wanted throughout the courtship, which Mm -hmm. I think is totally fair. But if she read your text, I think that's fucking weird. But I I think that's also kind of jumping to an assumption. Sure. Anyone invading your privacy like that, I don't really... I don't like that. But
0: if I had heard from her... Like, if I had heard from the friend, like, hey, I read your text, I would go to her and be like, hey, uh, I heard you read my text to someone... I don't really feel comfortable with that. I I don't hate you, but I I don't think us going to the formal together is the right move.
2: That's totally fair, and I don't think anyone... I don't think as a girl I would take that and be like, you're a dick, we're never speaking again. Sure. That's a fair thing to say. If I was taking another guy to my formal... I mean, you don't don't know the situation. There might be other shit going on there, but I think it sounds to me like she is not interested in pursuing something, so best to cut your losses. Is she a fuckboy? I would need to know more about the specifics. If she told you that she could see herself dating you and you were the first person she thought that about since she broke up with her ex, that's a little misleading. If a guy said that to me and then pulled the rug out from under me, I'd be pretty pissed.
0: Yeah, I mean, looking at the last situation where we say, people say things male or female, To when they say something to you, they say it for themselves too. Yeah. You're the first guy I've ever been with since my boyfriend that made me feel good.
2: She maybe believed that at the time she said it. She
0: maybe believed it and also maybe said it because it felt good to tell you those things and to see how excited you got. In the same way the last email, it was exciting for him to say that you're wifey material.
2: I also think people ease into vulnerability. Like they it's really hard to be vulnerable with someone at the very beginning. So people can use these little, like calling someone wifey material or saying you're the first person I could see myself with. Mm. It's dipping your toe in the water. That's like, I'm almost letting you in, but not really. Sure. And that's fair. The people that's just people being people.
0: Yeah. I guess I would have broke. I would. It's hard to give the take this advice, but to call her and be like, Hey, can we just talk this out? I get that you're I, I know you're going with someone else to your formal. I, I feel like I'm getting a little bit of a brushback. I'd rather go with someone who was excited to go with me. Yeah, who's interested. I, I hope you can understand that. And um, I'm trying to get
2: my dick sucked and you said you wouldn't hook up with me. So that's right. Just bitch. Be upfront <laughs> about that. I really would. I don't know if you do this, but if that person is listening, I would love to hear what happens. I would, too if that's at all possible. Send
0: it in, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored, people. (laughs) Woo! You know what? You know what's the worst part of my day? Not remembering a password. That is such a pain. You're sitting there, and then it's like the clock starts strike, you know, the tick-tock on the clock. You got one chance, two chance, three chance, locked out. Oh, The horrors! It happens to me every day, because... What do you you got? Netflix, Hulu, your Gmail account, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. How many passwords do we have to know? That's why you should be using Dashlane password management. Dashlane isn't just your average password management app; it's the Ferrari of password managers. Yeah, that's right. This podcast we deal with high end password managers. Uh, That's what Fast Company says. Because Dashlane saves and auto-fills your login info everywhere and across all your devices. Your phone, computer, tablet, on any operating system. No more writing down or guessing your passwords. The average person spends 11 hours each year resetting their passwords. That's crazy. This really
1: helped me because another podcast, we all have access to the the Patreon and the SoundCloud. And one of them, like a real freak thinking people are going to break in so he yeah. uses this automatic password thing hey. but it's all like the pa everyone's like dot like cow, and you're like i can't oh. you change it every month yeah, i can't seven remember years this later, shit you're like, in the account yeah <laughs> and yeah
0: so not well that's why you got dashlin
1: it's changed my life
0: changed shelby's life dashlin is secure it's easy it's password magic over 11 million people use Dashlane, including me, and now you can too. Dashlane has an exclusive offer for our listeners, a free 30-day trial of Dashlane Premium to redeem. Go to dashlane.com slash jtrain, dashlane.com slash jtrain. If you have more than one password, Dashlane is a no-brainer. Go to dashlane.com slash jtrain and start your free 30-day trial right now. Fix your pro- password problem once and for all and support our show at dashlane.com slash JTrain. I love that sponsor because it immediately helps all of you. So get involved, get involved. Do we have time for one more? One
1: more email.
0: Marybeth Barone at Marybeth Barone on Instagram and Twitter. September 12th, Dynasty Theater, Drag His Ash. Go to the show, go support, get involved. Um, I'll give you the choice of the email title. You okay, ready? great. Do I keep the summer fling going forever, long distance with no commitment? The post date realization: How to oh. love, love a performing guy going on tour? Uh, should I let go or death from texting? Help, Jay. Lube question. Oh my God! on availability. Will he pick up or pack up? Is is it cheating if it closes a chapter?
2: I think. Do you want to keep? Do you want to keep giving options? I, I mean,
0: moving in together. They're all here.
2: I like um what is it unavailability five
0: men from my past coming back to apologize years later oh five
2: uh, okay i'm very curious about that but i also think turned on by unavailability is that's very um topical for me personally so right. i'm curious let's
0: do it She sent pictures the whole deal started listening to J Trent podcast and you up this year and i've come to make your yell talk a part of my daily routine Aww. i was hooking <laughs> up with a guy last year we'll call him b Things ended up fizzling out after a few weeks, not long after his best friend, we'll call him Jay, followed me on Insta and then slid into my DMs. I had met him at a party that B brought me to while uh, B and I were still hooking up. I noticed, I assumed since Jay didn't seem to care that his childhood best friend and I were hooking up not that long ago, that, was definitely, that he was definitely interested in getting with me or he wouldn't have crossed that awkward line. I was hesitant at first mostly because what B would think of how I would look for getting with two guys who are best friends. But eventually I showed interest and we began texting, snapchatting quite a bit for a while back and forth until we finally hung out and had sex. After we had sex, the text and snaps stopped coming from his end. He would even open my snaps and not respond, which which he would immediately respond before we hooked up, would also reach out every day before as well. I am now abroad for the summer and we've been sporadically messaging, but I assume based on his previous behavior that he just wants sex and casual with me. He asked if I've been hooking up with guys here and, I've, and if I've replaced him, his words.
2: Mm.
0: I, I have something to say about that. But, uh, and when I told him that I am, he started saying things like, well, I'm definitely uh, better and message me when you're back and maybe we can hang out. I know, I know, he sounds like a com- co- complete fuckhead, and I probably sound like an idiot for even putting up with this, but I'm just curious about whether you guys think, whether you think he gets off to thinking that maybe I'm unavailable to him. Would also like to add that J facetime B multiple times while I was at B's place knowing that I w- went home with B those nights. If this matters, I'm 23, he's 27, and we currently live in the same city. Thanks, would love a celeb, lookalike, attached. pics below. What do you
2: think? This guy sounds really selfish. Yeah. And I think he, yeah, he wants you and he can't have you, and then he doesn't want you now. Or maybe he does because you're away.
0: Well, I think the away thing allows him to get away from, farther and farther away from when he was a dick. And And it's like lives in the land of like maybe you've changed, maybe you've come around but it's really a way of like kind of holding on to you. Like like for him to write not as good as me and all that stuff while you're thousands of miles away, that is him saying, I still like you. I'm being flirty, but I can't do anything about it because of the built-in excuse.
2: But it, yeah, exactly. It's so easy to be like present, quote unquote present when they're... A- abroad for the summer yeah. like where were you when I was here like you're it's, not showing up for me it's the
0: problem with texting is that you're abroad and he gives you comfort because it's a little bit of attention during hours that probably you're lonely and you're away for the summer and it's like yeah it looks like he's there for you but he's not his he's shown his actions you being unavailable to him makes you easy to text not
2: more not more desirable desirable. necessarily yeah
0: i don't think like he looks at you and goes now that she's gone well how could i live on i must get her back it's it's more you are more like it's like there's you're the there's no losing.
1: There's yeah, no Yeah, plus death if, if he's texting you
2: saying, oh, well, they're not better than me, and you being like, ha no, of course not. It's like, well, you're pumping his ego. It's yeah. like, it seems very selfish.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would get away from this dude. I would stop texting with him, stop messaging him. You're only going to get, with a dude like this, I just know from experience he's coming back during a time where he can't be a dick, um, so you're just going to go back on the merry-go-round. J Train Podcast.
1: She looks like um, Meadow from The Sopranos. Yeah, I'd say very Meadow-ish. Thank you.
0: Yeah, good one. Classic Shelb nails another one. (laughs) J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Ooh, there's a lot of text in this one.
2: Did we miss the boat? Ooh. Oh, my God.
0: Why do men come to these so much farther in the future? Should we do this one? How much time we got left? One more. Let's do one more. Let's do it at Mary Beth Brown. Go follow. Go support. (coughs) Feather, feather. I love you for your inspiration. I'll get right to the email. I wanted to discuss the concept of men from the past trying to come back into my life. In the past year, I've had five men: one ex, two situationships, and one friend from my past. Either text me apologies years after the fact, or try to come back and talk to me like they had wronged me in the past. See below. Number one, ex-boyfriend from high school, last seen three years before. Uh, Please don't use real name. Okay. Hey, hey, I was wondering... This is him. I was wondering if you would be in blank at all before school starts in the fall. If so, I would love to see you again. I feel terrible about the way I left things with you. Given the chance, I would love to reconnect. You were one of my best friends in high school, and I feel that it was absurd of me to let personal issues fuck that connection up. I don't know if you are interested in meeting up, just let me know though. I un- I'd understand if you never want to meet with me again. In any case, I hope you're doing wonderfully. What do you think of that
2: text? That's wow. It's I'm I'm shocked that a man wrote that, no offense.
0: Well, it sounds like she says 3 years before and they were in high school. Let's call them juniors and in, in college. Um do we want to read what she wrote back? Does it matter?
2: I think let's get let's read the the, second one. the dudes
0: the two situation shift from the past text is from a year after the last contact. Hey, I don't know if it's weird for me to reach out actually it's almost certainly is. I'm not good at this stuff, but I would really love to catch up and hear what you're up to um she ra- she then asked him what brought this on to be honest I've been wanting to for a while, but I decided uh to today because I've been writing. Per, my personal statements for blank school, and they're formatted as a development of me story. And I guess I just realized how much of what I am today was because of Whoa. you. Oh. Feels weird to articulate it like that, but yeah, um, I don't know if that was a bad answer. <laughs> he writes three friend from high school seen last year. Are you going to be in blank this weekend? Why would I be? No, nah, I'm in blank all summer to party with me, of course. I'll be there this weekend, but I suppose our paths will have to cross another time. And then she says, I don't mean to be blunt, the last time I saw you, you were incredibly rude to me. And I've realized that that's the tone of a lot of our interactions, so I don't really know what you want our paths to cross again. Thank you for being blunt. It's always appreciated. Well, I'm very sorry about that. And failed to realize I was doing that all the time. I have been trying to get better about doing that kind of shit, so thank you for telling me I guess then I'd want our past across to reconcile our friendship. But if you do feel as though that's something you'd want to do, I totally understand. So she writes a whole long thing.
2: Man. She should be getting paid for this.
0: Four, situationship from a year ago. Still alive?
2: No response. No
0: response. <laughs> I love And then, that. The, and then a, about a week later, he writes, but like, really, you still kicking? You were kind of sick last time I spoke to you. I'm still alive, still doing much better. S- uh, still a little sick, but doing much better. Holy fuck, I literally thought you were dead. Same problem. Still no idea what's going on. Uh, alive, dude. Um, prob, uh, But it's still... A, so, uh, what's... Then she says, he says, what's up? Well, Beats being dead. He's happy she's not dead. Wow. <laughs> Other than po- that, poetic. what's poetic. up? It's been a while. Um... She says, and then she writes back, I don't want to speak to you. No hard feelings, but there's a reason I didn't respond before. It's because I'm different now, and I don't really want to be in each other's lives anymore. Oh, my. <laughs> LOL, I'm happy for you, and that's all fine. And then this is the five, the friend from high school. This is the fifth one. Do you ever get... Okay, good. It was corn, uh, but just wanted to say sorry for treating you how I did in high school. Have owed you apology for in a minute. Thing, you don't need to do that. What do you mean? I've always felt that I've been kind of an asshole at some point. So she writes, what do you make, make of all this? Those are five different people.
2: I have a few theories.
0: What do you make of this? When? Why do men come to these conclusions so much farther in the future after I've moved on together and no longer care? It's been happening to me randomly bunch in the f- past few months, and I wanted to, an opinion from the experts. Don't use my real name. Okay, well, I didn't, but I think... You know, I should say that in the beginning. Um, tell my exes to stop coming back too late. What do you think? What do you, do you have any thoughts?
2: Well, first of all, I think, you know, good on you. And you didn't owe any of these guys an explanation. But, like, the amount of emotional labor when a guy who wronged you comes back, comes out of the woodwork, the amount of emotional labor it takes to actually craft a thoughtful response and, like, engage them in a discourse, mm. it's a lot for women to deal with and men, too, when they're in that situation. So, mm. first of all, like, you're doing God's work. But also, I think, like, this could this could be genuinely like guys just getting a little bit more mature. Sure. Um, If you are, you know, in your early twenties, maybe these people have had time to reflect and they're also maybe reacting a little bit to like the culture of what's Mm. happening. Like when the me too movement happened, I had a few guys reach out saying like, I'm sorry for what I did to you and all that. So, you know, it could just, I would say five in a year is an exceptionally large number.
0: Yeah. I, I, you know, there is a element of this, and she emailed and I'm happy she did and she came to this podcast to get some thoughts. And I agree with what you're saying, where it's like people grow up, you're young, you're people are experiencing sex earlier and texting and all this fuckboy stuff is now around high school people too that I like I wasn't walking around high school being like, like I didn't have sex until my freshman year of college. Like it wasn't like, you know, this was something that like I didn't have people from certain, there's people from high school that I've gone back and you know felt regret of how I acted immaturely, uh, and from when I was young. So, but I just didn't have access to the you know the tools.
2: Absolutely, that
0: certain these people certainly have. Um, but I, you know, it's tough for me to look at five people and then say to you, "Well, you're done. You're not a part of this at all."
2: That's true. That's so valid.
0: And, and it's like. You have and you say, and you're young. This is someone who's a junior. So it's like, I begin to wonder. And the one thing, I, the one that's jumped out at me is the guy who said he's sorry. The one that, of them all, the one that jumps out to me is this one um, Are you going to be the friend? Friend from high school, seen last year, um, dude. I don't want to. Say, last time you were incredibly rude to me. This is someone they thought were friends. So like, how rude were you to me? There's a certain type of person, male, female, whatever it may be, that is a little self conscious. So they come. So they're often the person that will come back at you with, you know, with jabs where it's, there's never real conversation. Like it, like this kid uh, to party with me. I'll be there this weekend, but I suppose our paths will have to cross another time. Dude, I don't mean to be blunt, but last time I saw you, you were incredibly rude to me, and I've realized that that's the tone of a lot of our interactions. Two people to tango. Absolutely. When you improv with someone, a good improv is yes and. Yes and this. There are a lot of no but people, and I see it conversationally, and it's usually the most self-conscious people. So you have to come to terms with maybe your own confidence issues too. These pe- and he wrote back, "Thank you, appreciate you for being blunt. It's always appreciated." So this is this happening? Are you a blunt person for the sake of being blunt? Are you that person? I'm that bitch, you know. Like, are, are you yeah. that person? Are you the sarcastic one where people use a, lay, a like a word like sarcastic? Say, or they say, "I'm sarcastic," to block that they're an aggressive person to deal with on a daily basis. So let's look in the mirror a little bit.
2: Absolutely. And like if you have five people reaching out, warranted apologizing to you, then I would say maybe you're picking bad people.
0: Yes, you're a part of this. So it's, and I usually think this is from, because I've been on dates, I've dated girls before who were, I could tell were self-conscious and in place of it, Were just kind of mean.
2: Oh, and God, yes. Yeah, I was in a situation like that from a hinge date. It was a second date, and he was negging me the entire night. And I texted him the next morning, and I said, "You know what? I don't think we should see each other again because you were really mean to me last night." Yes. And he said, "I had no idea I was doing that." And it's like that's almost worse than doing it intentionally, absolutely, because that's just your personality. And also,
0: it's making me a part of like it's like you ever deal with someone who's like literally very depressed, and so they make you walk away being like, "I feel sad now too." Yeah. They make you a part of are problem which listen i hope they get help i hope you go t- and maybe this you know this person maybe talk to someone about it maybe talk to someone and be a little bit vulnerable with someone but and i've had that same situation where the girl will nag me and at the and i'll say to them i remember there was one girl that i was out with and i was like stop it
2: yeah Put but, it it away. but it takes a confident person to be able to respond that way i yeah. find because yeah. if you are if you're nagging someone who's already self-conscious i think sometimes it it works a little bit
0: absolutely And and they come back and they think this is a fun game, but then it goes up and up and up and up to the point where you're like, I fucking hate this person. Yeah. (laughs) And then that's kind of... So that one text kind of felt like that situation where the guy... Because he didn't seem like he even knew.
2: He had no... He was like, are you around this weekend? Yeah. He, He seems like he thinks things are totally chill.
0: Totally cool. And it's like, okay, well of the five maybe this is the one where you go ah, maybe I was a little hard on the person and I'm not saying that she's wrong I'm just saying let's look in the mirror a little bit Podcast at gmail.com Podcast at gmail.com Mary Beth Barone thank you for coming on
2: thank you so much this was so fun
0: oh so it's such a blast to have you at Mary Beth Barone September 12th Dynasty Typewriter LA if you're dealing with a fuckboy submit him.
2: Right. I would love to love to investigate
0: Send the situation in. let's investigate Shelby thank you for popping on
1: thanks for having me
0: at classic shelb on Twitter Instagram and Snapchat I'm Jared Freed uh, right now this is the Friday episode that means um, I think hey, we're in
1: it's August 16th
0: August 16th tomorrow Toronto if you're in Toronto come on out to the you up live podcast tonight is I think it's Cleveland
1: You're you're somewhere.
0: I'm somewhere. (laughs) If it's Cleveland or Detroit, I think it's Cleveland. Whatever it is, jaredfreed.com, jaredfreed.com. Get those tickets. Bring your friends. (laughs)
2: Jaredfreed.com, everyone.
1: Jaredfreed.com. Jaredfreed.com.
0: That's where you go.
2: (laughs) It's Cleveland. Come out to
0: Cleveland. So Cleveland. And Toronto, I'm there. And then Sacramento, baby. We need you, baby. Come on out. Get those tickets. Bring the group chat. I'm bringing the heat, baby. So come on out. We'll be back next episode. Boom.